Let's visit the 90s all over again. Put on those hammer pants. This is Dope Nostalgia. Check, check. Hey, it's episode 132 of Dope Nostalgia, and I'm your host, Naomi. We got special guests. Remember our podcast, the first one about the band together? Um, no More Late Fees podcast. Uh, Jackie and Danielle joined me for that one. And then Jackie came back to do this Hanson episode with us because my friend Kendra, who's always been on the show, a good friend of the show, She's a huge Hanson fan. She grew up on the band and so did Jackie. So I said, hey, girls, let's get together and make this happen. So welcome to the Hanson special. They're currently on tour of North America supporting their latest album, Red, Green and Blue. You may have seen them on last season's Mass Singer as the Russian Dolls. But here's a little background on the big boy band and now man band, Hanson. Wikipedia Moments. I don't think you need a huge explanation as to who Hanson are because they were very big. And they still are to this day. Hanson are an American pop band from Tulsa, Oklahoma, formed by brothers Isaac, who plays guitar, vocals, bass and piano. Taylor Hanson is keyboards, vocals and percussion. And Zach drums, vocals and piano. Supporting members include Demetrius Collins on guitar and Andrew Perusi on bass, who have toured and performed live with the band since 2007. They are best known for the 1997 hit song Mbop from their debut album released through Mercury Polygram Records entitled Middle of Nowhere, which earned three Grammy nominations. The group's label Mercury Records was merged with his sister labels and the band was moved to Island Def Jam Music Group. After releasing one album on Island Def Jam, the label and the group parted ways. Hanson has sold over 16 million records worldwide and have had three top 20 albums in the United States. They have had three top 20 US Hot 100 singles and eight UK top 40s. Now the band records under its own independent record label going forward, 3CG Records. Let's talk about Hanson with two fans, two super fans that know them quite well. Well, from No More Late Fees podcast, we're welcoming Jackie back to the show. And our good friend Kendra is here. Let's talk Hanson. There we go. Oh, it's working. It's working. I'm so excited. Good to see you again. Jackie. You as well. Jackie, this is Kendra, my good Hi. friend and, and co-host sometimes. <laughs> A lot of the time. <laughs> this is one she's been looking forward to for yes. a long time. Absolutely. This was my, our first choice. And then Naomi was like, oh, someone that we, I have someone for Hanson. I was like, oh, I'm really sad. And then it all worked out. It was fate. <laughs> yeah it was meant to be just bring, be. Just bring them together <laughs> well you know especially looking at that that's an actual picture of the wall that you had growing up and mine looked it very is. similar <laughs> I actually that one uh with uh Taylor at the uh the red and white mm -hmm. striped I I totally had that same poster <laughs> and it's you can't see it behind me but like the middle of nowhere poster is down at the bottom and this is not even like height of how many posters I had 
I had, so my ceilings in this room were um, 14 feet and they went all the way up to the ceiling oh. in my bedroom. I'll take a screenshot so people in the audio world can see what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about. I am fully committed. <laughs> I love it. Love it. And then I have my vintage from the Y100 Wingding in South Florida shirt, my first ever Hanson shirt. Uh, it's a little more snug than it used to be. And then my friend bought me um, Hanson earrings. So. Wow, that's a cool logo that they had there. It really is. Yeah, I used to draw it all the time when I was same. (laughs) So on this episode, I'm going to be the one learning stuff, (laughs) and basically, Hanson to you is what New Kids is to me. For both of you, that also shows my age. Well, in Hanson, they did, they released Mbop in 1997. It was their first um, uh, single off of their Middle of Nowhere album, which was not, the, it, it was not their first album, but it was their first commercial success. So I have my um, single, my Mbop single. I brought props. Nice. Um, I dug out everything I could. Um so yeah, I just, I don't know what attracted me to them, endeared me to them more so than uh, the other boy bands at the time, but Hanson was it for me. What was it for you, Kendra, that drew you to them? Um, the, the biggest thing for me was actually that they played all their own instruments and like, they were so young. Like when they first came out with Mbop, I think Zach was like 12 and <laughs> they all played multiple instruments. They played piano, drums, guitar, all of them. And Mm. I was just like, man, like that's crazy to be that talented so young. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? (laughs) (laughs) You were still a kid too, though. I was the same age as Zach. So I was just like, I need to catch up here. (laughs) I see. So they were inspiring. They're extremely inspiring. And uh, I, I just, I, I loved the the depth of their music like umbop like yeah it's a, a good catchy song and if you actually delve into the lyrics like you know it, it really is talk, talking about relationships and how they can be gone so fast obviously that's a part of the lyrics but also <laughs> if you like listen to the rest of the album like there's some like you know some pretty heavy topics that they talked about as you know kids you know yeah, one of, one of the songs off of Middle of Nowhere is With You in Your Dreams, and it was about their grandmother dying. That's the one um, I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. played it at my grandfather's funeral. Anytime I have an opportunity to use Hanson's music, because lyrically it is so beautiful, I'm always like sliding it in, hoping people won't notice or won't question that it's a Hanson song. I'm like, it's just a testament to how great their lyrics are and how wonderful their musicality is yeah absolutely biggest, and like the, the melody lines that they mm-hmm. they came up with the biggest thing I knew about them was just that these kids were so young and so talented and just doing things that a lot of people at that age weren't able to do yet so that's that was my takeaway I wasn't really paying that much attention because I still had my my focus was on to the BSB and the sync and all of yeah. that stuff going on at the time but but I was listening to them and I'm like, oh, this is a great little tune, this Mbop, right? And I know some people were making fun of them, which was entirely weird to me, considering the fact that 
they're just young guys. Why would you pick on them? They're doing something and they're talented. Yeah. Yeah. They'd say they look like girls and stuff like that. And you'd just be like, so (laughs) they're doing more than you are. Yeah. (laughs) They they were traveling all over the world. They literally like toured all the way to Japan for their music. So what were you doing at 12? (laughs) Right. said fuck the haters yes absolutely (laughs) to this day and and I I tell everyone that kind of questions when I say my favorite band is Hanson I'm like let me take you to one concert I've never taken anyone to a concert and then walked away saying that they had a bad time like my husband willingly goes with me all of my friends that I've ever drug my sister, we went to. She meant dra- drag, not drug drag. them to go. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> my sister, when we went to the this time around tour, she was just, like, my mom made her go with me. She's two years younger than me, and she's like, my mom's like, Jackie can't go by herself. We were like, she was probably a sophomore. I was a senior, and she's like, "Just go with her." And my sister like grumbled the whole time, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the song, like shot up and just started yelling, "I love you, Taylor!" And then like literally was like hands over face, like I don't know where that came from. I was like, "Well, welcome to the club." <laughs> <laughs> was, was Taylor your favorite, or who, did you have a favorite? Ike was my favorite in high school now it's I I just like the band as a whole I don't have a favorite I I do think Taylor is the most talented um but I I don't play favorites anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was always a big thing uh when I was like a kid and listening to them and all my friends that would admit that they liked them because it was like a very like oh if you like Hanson you're gonna get made fun of but um But uh, yeah, it was all like, uh, which one's your favorite and like fighting over them. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Did they have dolls? They did not. See, that gives them some more credibility. (laughs) (laughs) They they never came to the the masses. They they didn't. I think like merch wise, it was mostly like posters and t-shirts. I don't remember. There weren't like lamps or I think they had like the normal like stickers and stuff like that yeah buttons, but yeah yeah um, merchandising I, wasn't out of this world it wasn't no it wasn't that slap their face and name on everything you can get your hands on I, I should have brought, always I brought my doll music forward <laughs> like it was always about the music for them Mm-hmm. absolutely and to the point where um they were kind of seeing what um music producers were doing to these boy bands and decided we don't want that we want um total creative control over our own music and so they created their own um production company and to this day that's where they produce all of their music and so they've never uh, aside from when they first started out they've quickly got out from underneath like the mass um production companies and have yeah, always had their own because they were with they were with Def Jam to start and then mm-hmm. they left and started their own label and then yep. they've had like 15 oh. albums since yeah see because my question to them would have been something to the regards of you guys are that young you're signed to a major label how on earth were you able to pull your own strengths it didn't come it doesn't compute to me unless they weren't signed to a major label when making their decisions 
Yeah. I, I, I think starting with their second album, well, commercial album, I think that was underneath their production company. I'd, I have to double check my facts. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so middle of nowhere was on Def Jam. Yeah. And yeah. then the, the albums after that. I- I think this time around might have been with Def Jam still. And then after that, um, they they kind of struggled because like the the record company started saying like they don't think that they're marketable anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they, they also wanted to still do what they wanted to do. And then, yeah, ended up leaving and going and doing their own thing, getting their own and starting up their own label. Okay. Yeah. And, and I mean, they did have a lot of support from the music community. Um, John Popper was on, um, if only he played the harmonica and taught uh, Taylor how to play the harmonica. So I think they had a lot of people in their corner to kind of, um, help them guide them when, when they were in the process of setting up their own production company. Um, and being as musically talented as they were, they were kind of moving into like, um, almost like a blues, um, type sound. And I think that one of the main things was, um, the company they were with, they wanted them to stay pop and that's not the direction they wanted to go. And so they kind of cut ties and were like, no, we're, we're going to do our own thing. And but thank you, the, but no thanks. They yeah. said from the beginning that like a lot of their influences were very blues, like Chuck Berry and Otis Redding, like, you know, kind of old school, somewhat like bluesy kind of like they they never really I think were authentically aiming to be pop I think right. they just that's where they kind of fell but yeah. uh but like yeah like the the bluesy side of things kind of definitely like expanded as they went forward like I think they even had Johnny Lang on the this time around album yep as a feature on there that's pretty cool yeah what were their parents like? Like, what were their what was their influence on their career? How much do you know about them? I know there are six children, so only three are in the band Hanson. I know there's, I believe their sister Angel had her own album, but I don't so think did it Mac. Really, did he? Yeah. yeah, he's got a band. It's uh, it's called oh Joshua. He goes by Joshua, which is it's funny because even like uh. Isaac and Taylor, they actually go by their middle names. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, it's kind of a oh. thing in the family. They don't they don't actually go by their first names. But yeah, he goes by Joshua, and and I can't remember the name of his band, but it's actually really good music. Like he's really talented. He plays guitar and he sings. He's more of a rock, like bluesy rock. Hmm. Yeah, it's a very big family, and I know that the boys themselves. I think they have pretty big families now as adults. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids. Um, I had heard for a long time this rumor that they were all Mormon, but when I've actually researched and looked that up, as far as like the, it doesn't talk anywhere about really their religious beliefs, and that doesn't seem to be that they are Mormon. So I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> Probably just the big family. It's a, a logical leap in, <laughs> in your mind. They, like... they seem like they're very like wholesome too. Like so. <laughs> And, you know, maybe it was a tabloid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, is Taylor has seven kids. Ike has five and Zach has three, I think. Yeah. That, Mike, yeah. 
That's right. My count could be off since last no, I checked. It's true. Yeah, no, you're right. Wow. Uh, Zach just had another one. So there, mm-hmm. that, that makes five. And then Taylor also had another one, I think last year. So that was seven. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. Which they, they play Epcot every year at their Eat to the Beat concert, uh, concert series. Oh, and, yeah. and, and I was like, you know, like for someone, for a band who like prides themselves on like doing their own thing, it's kind of an interesting choice, but then it makes sense. If you're taking that many kids to Disney world, you probably get in for free. And all you have to do is play three days of concerts a year. And then your entire extended family goes on vacation. I'm like, it's probably a pretty sweet deal that they've got. Yeah, I never pay for Disney world again. (laughs) (laughs) So that's so worth it. That's when I started um, kind of getting back into Hanson. So if there was a probably about a 10 year period, you know, it's just like college, figuring out career and stuff. It wasn't like I was keeping up with them as much as I had been um, when I have a lot of disposable income. And so I, it was about 10 years I went between concerts. And in 2011, I went af- uh, after I moved to Austin, Texas, I went and saw them again. And it was just like, I had never been away. I was like, oh yeah, that's, this is what it feels like to be at a Hanson concert. I'm like in my happy place. And since then, um, I have an annual pass to Disney. So every year that I can, I go to eat to the beat. I'm actually, so they come to Austin September 13th of this year. Um, I have tickets for that. And then they they play the last weekend in October. I have tickets to see Elton John on the 29th. I'm going to take the first flight out on the 30th so I can at least catch them on their last day at Epcot. So that's my my level of commitment. I'm like, we're, we're over this COVID hump. Like I need to see them again at, at Eat to the Beat. It's so much fun. And it, it's just to see everyone get really into it and stuff. And people that aren't even really familiar with Hanson, people that are just walking by and they're like, this is good music. It's just good music. It's not, mm. I don't know. Like, well, it's just, no, it's just, <laughs> and you're right. It's just solid, like um, well-played and thought through music. And they've been doing it for so long. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's been 25 years since, Umbop came out and they've been touring almost like ever since and you know think of how many years of experience that's given them from the time that they were children to now you know like absolutely yeah and you could tell that they're just like so in sync with each other on stage like we went to go see them they they were playing actually a halftime show at uh, our local football team mm-hmm. and and we went to go, we made a whole night where like, we were actually just going to watch Hanson. Like, <laughs> you want to know shit about too. football? Yeah. I'm here, I'm here for the music. For our, I was cheering for our team, but damn, I was yeah. like, I'm probably half cut by the time Hanson comes on. I'm like, yeah. yeah I, know, I know more about <laughs> hockey than I do football. So I kept leaning over to our other friend. I'm like, what just happened? Was that a good thing? <laughs> like, is Hanson on yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they played like is- three songs. They when does the real show set, uh, start? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were like not even screaming for the game. We we're just like, oh, cool. What, what's I'm like, and then it had to come on. We're like, Wah! I'm like, when's the next period? Oh, wait, there's quarters in this game. Never mind. 
score a, a touchdown goal i don't know something about this go sports ball yes. sports, yeah we were at the sports exactly. ball game that's what we called it we did an instagram live for dope nostalgia from the hansen concert slash sports ball game and uh fill up on our dope nostalgia if you guys want to see it jackie how many times do you think you've seen hansen live i was trying to tally up i think including the two times I'll see them this year, it'll be 11, but I'm sure nice. I've missed a couple. I, I, I was going back through my Facebook posts and everything to try and figure out, okay, when did I see them? What tour it was? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, right around 11. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now I know they're coming here to August 24th. Yeah. Do you have tickets yet, Kendra? No, I've been so broke, but I'm like, I have to get them. We'll figure it out. <laughs> We we're not we will figure it out even if we're oh, in the nosebleeds. I'm, I'm I don't like, care. It's gonna happen. Yeah, gonna we're go. gonna go. <laughs> and then two days later is Backstreet Boys, so we're gonna go to that too somehow. It's like yeah, like I'm just gonna magically find this money and then be like, there you go, take it. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't need to pay my bill. Here, take it. <laughs> That's how I feel about the whole month of October because, like I said, I have Hanson in September. We have ACL here at the beginning of October. So it's a three-day festival. Um, What is is ACL? It's Austin City Limits. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super excited. I had actually bought, this is crazy off topic, but I had bought tickets to see Lil Nas X in San Francisco because I really wanted to see him. He wasn't coming to Texas. And then they announced him as a headliner at ACL. I'm like, well, now I have two tickets for Lil Nas X in San Francisco for sale, but um, we'll do ACL. I have um, Lizzo at the end of the month, Elton John, and then Hanson again. And then Harry Styles just announced his tour. And I was like, well, if I can get a ticket, I'll go. If not, I guess I don't have to spend the money on it. So well, everyone's two years off. Everyone's going to tour right now. Yes. So all of a sudden we have to find all this money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just like, oh man, I'm still trying to like reel back from the pandemic and how much of a toll yeah. it takes on the finances. Yeah. But like, you know, man, everybody's coming out of the woodwork. So I'm like, I have to go. Like they just announced the Folk Fest lineup. And I was like, very keen to see who was going to be in that lineup. Naomi knows one of my favorite um, singers and like bands brenda carlisle and she plays at folk fest she's coming time. to folk fest no she's not this time i, was I, really I read the i read the thing was. and i was didn't see her i was no, like okay she's not. edmonton folk she, fest is a big deal it's probably one of the biggest folk fests in canada she, oh neat. and she's played uh, like i don't know how many times but that was before i found her mm-hmm. <laughs> so now that i found her i'm like oh folk fest is coming i was like damn it no and i went and looked at her tour and she's gonna be in like I think she's going to be like in Texas or something. <laughs> she's always everywhere in the U.S. I don't know if she ever comes up I here. I think she's actually going to be playing Austin City Limits too. I'll have to look and see. I, I can live stream it for you. Please. <laughs> Live vicarious. Yes, for you. absolutely. When I introduce this show, when it's out live, I'm going to be telling everybody, Jackie, of course, about your podcast mm-hmm. with Danielle, but to tell Kendra a little bit more about it. No more late fees podcast. So yes. these both are Jackie and Danielle worked up and met at working at Blockbuster Video. 
That's crazy. Yeah, I we've been that. we've been best friends um, since high school. Um, we're going on 25 years. Uh, we're actually planning our friend anniversary, and we're going to go to Universal Studios to Harry Potter Land because we're super cool people. I love um, it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she and I um, have been friends this whole time, and we really, when we started our friendship, bonded over like those quirky indie movies and like little known titles. And then I got the job at Blockbuster, got her the job at Blockbuster. Uh, she wasn't the greatest employee. She fully admits that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've been friends ever since. And during the pandemic, we're like, you know, we love movies so much. Why don't why don't we start a podcast about it? And so our our the movies we cover from '95 to 2005 kind of cover our high school through our college, and we just we have a really great time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know, it, it's so funny because I like have just met you and I have so many kind of parallel stories and things in common with you already. Cause like, yeah. your, your story of like Hanson and how you're a big fan. And then, you know, for a few years, it kind of fell off and like, you weren't as focused and totally same sort of thing. Like, you know, lost touch with like being focused on that. And then um, I used to work for Cineplex because oh, I, yes. <laughs> I, I, I was a projectionist. My job was literally to watch movies. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So like the movies and music and, and, and watching like really like different movies. I, I, I always aim to try and find those ones that were not necessarily the mainstream ones. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I totally feel you. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> our group of like friends that hung out on zoom through the whole pan- pandemic like it was funny to see the the whole group because there were so many people in our group that had their own podcast yeah there's about I think there was 15 like- of us in total and there's about five or six podcasts yeah. within that group yeah and I think I'm I've on been on of three them. of them now <laughs> like guesting I like- guessed it on on one yeah so it's like we just love podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. What better so way to have fun. fun, fun conversations with your friends, you know, and right. I like listening to podcasts because you always feel like you're, you're there with them, even though you're not, and you want to yes. get in on the conversation, but you're like, well, I'm here by myself. I want to, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then you find yourself them. just talking to nobody and you're like, oh, they can't hear me. <laughs> my, my, one of my other best friends, um, she, she listens while she's in the shower so it's just her her routine and but she talks back and so her husband came in one day and was like is Jackie in the bathroom with you I hear you <laughs> talking to her and she's like no I'm listening to her podcast but he thought I was just sitting on the toilet I guess having a conversation while she was washing her hair but I'm I like hear, I hear her in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. I have tried mm, hops before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My roommate um, brought home uh, because you could only get it in Oklahoma because it is a craft oh. brewery that makes okay. it. And so um, he brought me home a four pack. And of course, I don't like IPAs. So I'm like, as oh, much it's as an I, IPA, of it's course, because it's hoppy. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I'm like, can, can you make a stout or a hef? Like, can we do mm, hef <laughs> something? Um, so, I mean, I didn't enjoy it, 
not that it wasn't good. It's just not my style beer. And then um, they do have it when they do eat to the beat at Epcot in the America Pavilion. So if you don't have plans to go to Oklahoma, you can get it in Epcot. (laughs) Can you have it sent to you, like mailed to you from Oklahoma? Or is that like against the law or in some way? I think it depends on the state that you live in, if you can get alcohol mailed to you. Because I had, okay, there's a brewery in Georgia, Printer's Ale, going to give them a plug because they're fucking fantastic to me. Um, they made a Donnie Wahlberg beer. Ooh. And uh, they, I told them I wanted to promote it on the podcast. They sent me like a care package with like t-shirts awesome. and, and a couple cans of the beer and stuff. And, but when they boxed it and they labeled it and sent it to me, it said, oh, I probably shouldn't put this in the podcast. It said gift. So you couldn't really tell, I guess. Yeah. You think they scan all the mail though? Probably. But I don't think they can tell what's inside. They might be able to tell it's a liquid, but I don't think they can tell like alcohol content. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want them to get in trouble. So I won't, no, I'll take no, that no. part out, but yeah, they <laughs> sent me a couple beer and, uh, we went over to Kendra's place, me and, uh, Jimmy, and we cracked the beers on Instagram live and gave them a big shout out. It was uh printer's ale, Georgia. So maybe <laughs> handsome bros, check this out. Send us some in Canada, some hops, so we can uh-huh. review the beer and drink it live on the show. And we'll even sing the song. <laughs> we're gonna write a jingle i love for it and it's basically plagiarism because we're just gonna sing your song so. yeah, yeah. We'll sit, we'll, it'll be yeah. in your honor when you have to Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So, please, 
join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. Throw on your Jinkos, Baby Tees, and Doc Martens, grab your Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, and join Jackie and Danielle on a journey to the late 90s as we reminisce about the movies of our youth on the No More Late Fees podcast. Don't forget your flannel and butterfly clips. And remember, be kind and rewind. First I got Pinky, then I got Pinky. I got Pinky and Patty in the same week. What, Vanessa catch something? Teeny beeny baby items. Now at McDonald's, your kids can get teeny beanie babies and a Happy Meal. Real Thai beanie babies in a mini size. To toss, tuck, or just plain love. One's in each $1.99 hamburger Happy Meal you buy your kids. This uh, teeny beanie baby-itis, will she outgrow it? Not necessarily. <laughs> McDonald's also has extra value meals starting at $2.99. After all, we care about big kids, too. I, I think one, actually one of my favorite albums is uh, their Snowed In album, which is a Christmas album. It's just every every song on it makes me so happy. And I, I, I'm very forthcoming on my podcast. I don't like Christmas movies. And so like for me to like really, really enjoy a Christmas album, it's just totally outside my realm but it just makes me so happy and then um their second album uh, christmas album came out and it was equally as good it's just like I, I just they can do no wrong in my eyes and then they went on tour they did a christmas tour and so i went to that and it was fabulous <laughs> oh wow yeah it, honestly they really capture the joy of like christmas in their songs i think that's like a big part of it because you know you can you can always tell when people are, I think, doing songs just to kind of follow a fad. But like, yes. when people really do enjoy Christmas and want to spread that like kind of energy to people, it, it transcends. And I, I love that album too. When I was a kid, I used to listen to it all the time. And when uh, I, I was making like my ultimate Christmas like playlist, I'm like, Hanson, it's, it's gonna be in there. Yes, <laughs> I have a friend who who has that. It, uh, he, and every year he posts, okay, new nominations. And he has a couple of rules, like no, no more than one version of any one song and stuff. So every time Hanson comes out with like a new Christmas song, I'm like, add this one to this. Luckily his wife is a huge Hanson fan. So he's easily <laughs> sold on adding anything Hanson to that list. But I'm like, oh, good. you have this one? He's like, yes, yeah, Sarah always uh, already made me add it. And even when Hanson's tour was announced, I text messaged him. I was like, hey, be the best husband ever buy her tickets this is when they're going to be in san francisco he's like she already bought them i was like oh darn (laughs) (laughs) do uh did they ever do any work with movies at all or documentaries is there stuff that the that hansen fans can find out there i had um a vhs tape uh oh man what was it called it was from Tulsa, Tokyo in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I loved that. I don't, I don't even know how many times I watched that thing. Like it was a lot, but it was so great because it followed them on their tour and it, uh, you know, showed them out like on the stage. So like you got to see them perform, but you also got to see what they did off stage and, and then like interviews with like, you know, what it was like for them as kids to be traveling to like all across the world and uh they're really they're really funny kids like and they're they're still really funny they're you know if you've seen them on the mass singer you could kind of get that they had a sense of humor you know oh my gosh the mass singer 
How have we not talked about this yet? I know. No, I'm so excited now. You reminded me. (laughs) The Russian (laughs) doll. It was like, they walked out like first two notes. I was like, that's Taylor Hansen. I was like, me too. Remember we were watching, we, so we did this whole, that whole season, Naomi and I did this with our friends where we watched it on zoom together and we were like detectives and we were like, like getting all the clues and stuff like that. And literally like two notes. And I'm like, guys, it's fucking Hansen. It's Hansen. I know it's Hansen. And then (laughs) I was sending it to people that I knew, knew Hansen. I was like, who does this sound like? who does this sound like? And they're all like, oh, that sounds like Taylor. I was like, okay, thank you for validating me. Mm-hmm. And then they like the whole time. And I, I was hoping that they'd win, but alas, they did not. That's okay. Um, but then like when they came out in the little doll costumes and they only have like their hands and their t- like little feetsies are out and they're having to like <laughs> tiptoe around and just like the only dancing they could do is spinning in circles and ha- they had the little stick oh my gosh I was cracking up every time yeah. but every and what really resonated with me with the mass singer is they don't do many covers they maybe do one per like concert mm-hmm. and so to see them be able to show people how good musically they are with other people's songs was amazing. Like when they did Shallow, I'm like, oh, please so release this as a single because I just want to listen to it on repeat. I think it gave or, a lot of people the chance John, to see how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Their harmonies are so tight. Like, um, and that's like, I, I knew it right away. And when I heard it and I was like, same, same thing. I was just like, man, it's, it's cool to hear them and, and their interpretation of things. Like, of course they stuck very close to like, but like hearing their harmonies and where they kind of follow each other on them. Like, it's just, it was, it was awesome. I loved that, that whole season. I was sad when they got. Yeah. They've made it pretty far though. Um, they did. Who, who, who won? Wasn't it Nick Lachey? Oh, yeah. Is he, the, yes. is he the winner? The pig. Yeah. <laughs> the we pig. also called that one pretty early too. Yeah. The Nick Lachey. But yeah. it was so funny because Hanson was the only one we knew right off the bat because of Kendra. Yeah. And then every time they came on, we're like, yeah, that's Hanson. We know it's Hanson now. We know. <laughs> then, I'm like, every week it's Hanson. We're not even going to look at the clues. I already know. <laughs> these clues and then so basically she's looking at the clue packages just to make sure oh yeah that that's right that and, and every clue package I'm like it's because of this and it's because of that oh that is because of this because there was like uh mm. talking about the uh one of them got severely uh or oh, the motorcycle accident motorcycle yeah. accident but there was also the one about Isaac because he had like a pulmonary embolism I heard that's- from like from his guitar strap having oh it, yeah that's what I heard it was really? from yeah I was like that yeah and um that was what they were referring to and I'm like I knew it (laughs) (laughs) that's the best I watch with my sister-in-law and and even she lives in Orlando and I live here and so we'll watch the episode separately and we'll like be texting one another like who do you think it is oh I think it's this person because of this clue and stuff like the mass singer is just a really fun game I think it's because I like scavenger hunts and escape rooms and so mm. it's just another puzzle to figure out where pe- yeah. other people I tell them about it, they're like mm, it sounds like a stupid it. premise I'm like but it's fun. It's fun, especially <laughs> when you're doing it with people. And yes. honestly, I like trivia and it's trivia to me. So 
Absolutely. And, yeah. and getting to hear them sing. And I love the judging panel and it's great. My favorite was the chicken. I knew who the rooster was. <laughs> Je- Jenny McCarthy didn't. <laughs> that was the funny part. Another interesting that, thing that Hanson does every year is they um, have a week-long vacation to Jamaica at an all-inclusive resort and they in, include their fans. And no so, you, I, I mean, you have to go and pay, but then you just hang out with Hanson's for the week. It's called uh, Back to the Island and they do it every single year. Kendra, oh. you need to save up for that. What the hell? I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, they've been doing it since at least, I, I just read an article about 2017. So they've oh. been doing it for a while and it wow. fills up fast. Like, I, I don't know how people wow. afford to go to this every year because it's like a couple thousand dollars just to go. Yeah. And I I'm just like, I want to talk. <laughs> well, I mean, buy I buy a ticket for the new kids cruise in October. Okay. I'm sorry. I've that was in judgment. A, I've given them a third of my income this year. They better be happy. <laughs> but I always say like, I don't really like, not that I don't care if I ever meet them, but it's not something that I like strive for. Like, I love their music. I appreciate them. I probably wouldn't know what to do or say, like, what can you say to someone who's been doing this for 25 years and been meeting fans for 25 years? I think I would just be like, Hey, can I get a picture? And then like, move on. Like, what else can you do? Yeah. Like, thanks for all the music love you like it's, it's hard because you're trying to think of something that they haven't heard all the time that's exactly. gonna, gonna leave a lasting impression but it's like what do I say yeah yeah and it's, and, and, not, and not cross the line into being a weirdo yes that's what I'm scared about you know? <laughs> but Kendra yeah you should see save up for this Jamaica thing man are you researching it right now I'm, I'm going to <laughs> Jamaica's beautiful too so oh. I need a vacation too, anyway. And it's all inclusive. You don't have to do anything once you get there. Just eat and listen to Hanson. The only money you need is for the actual trip itself. You don't have to pay for food or booze or anything. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. Maybe one one day after we take our Star Trek cruise, I can convince my husband to go to back to the island. (laughs) You guys are going on a Star Trek cruise? It's, It's on our bucket list. I mean, so cool. I really, really, really want to go. My dad was a huge trekker and like, I have a, 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 a portrait of all of the ships like sitting in front of me. It, it's just, it's in my, it's in my DNA. So I'm like one day I'll get to go and I'll meet Jonathan Frakes and Brent Spiner and all of like the people I grew up loving. <laughs> so quite a few of the cast will come on the cruise. A lot of them, it really seems like they are still very much a family, even after all of these years. Um, a couple of years ago, I, I got to see William Shatner speak. We watched Wrath of Khan and he came out and did a Q&A. I ugly cried the whole time. Like I could, I didn't even listen to what he was saying. I was just Aww. so happy to be in a room with William Shatner. I was just beside myself. No doubt. Yeah. The love, love runs deep. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to add the Jamaica with Hanson to our, our vacation bucket list. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you want it bad enough, you make that shit happen. Absolutely. It'll happen. It'll happen. 
get an OnlyFans going or something. I don't know. <laughs> I keep telling my no, husband, like, let's just sell feet pics online or something. <laughs> Earn some extra money. <laughs> can't feel guilty about that. There's a kink for everybody. Right? You just, you just sell it and you can't feel bad because you didn't yes. do anything and like, bad. You, you didn't, they don't see my face or anything. It's just my feet. And you're spreading mm-hmm. happiness. Exactly. <laughs> and taking and making money. Money from people. <laughs> hey, they chose what they wanted to spend their hard earned exactly. cash on. Yes. With your feet. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, what else can we talk about with Hanson? Now we've talked about like some videos and stuff. Um, what other things have they delved into? Um well, I know uh Zach has a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a gaming channel. Yeah, I think uh it's called uh Zach, Zaxidental Gamer, I think is what it's called. Zaxidental Gamer. Yeah, yeah. That's, I that's funny. I, yeah. I, I, I heard about it because he's always been really big into gaming. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, and makes sense. I could see that going well for him because he's always been such a goofball. Like, yes. Like, from the time that I, like, you know, started being a fan of theirs, I'm like, this kid is, like, wild. He's always just, like out of 10 for like wanting to be funny and and he's still like that if you if you see him on like um tiktok or instagram uh i think it was over the christmas time he was like doing these weird like um lives where he was just like oh like (laughs) just being really silly yeah and I know Ike does a lot of like motivational speaking um posts and stuff on his instagram I haven't it's not my bag, so I don't really follow mm-hmm. it too much, but I know that's what he kind of does as his side project. And mm. um, Taylor, I think, uh, does a lot of collabs with other bands. Well, that's fantastic. They did yeah. something with a, with a symphony orchestra here. Yes, Spring, uh, String Theory. Mm-hmm. That was one of their albums, and it's all instrumental. And it is... Wow. I... I was like, eh, I don't listen to like scores of stuff. Like it's just not my thing. And so I kind of bypassed that. And when I started my new job, I needed some like saw big time while I was working. It was just super stressful. And so I'm like, well, let me give string theory a try. And I literally was like texting people like, you need to listen to this album. It is amazing. I've had it on repeat for like a week now. And it's wow. just so beautiful the string quartet and then they um they sing over the strings but like it's so so pretty the way that they check that out and I kind of wish I'm like man that was the concert I should have gone to was like where they're performing with a full orchestra that would have been really amazing to I think just like anybody who like is musically inclined and and singing with an orchestra it just it takes it to such a different level it does um I I can't even imagine what that would be like in person to hear it (laughs) and I I I really appreciate that they don't stay kind of in their lane that they've paid paved for themselves they take risks every album is very different um the walk they did it um to um support um I, I think it was um, donations to provide shoes to to children in Africa. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so like they literally would go on walks and it was like you you could just go on a certain day and join them at this spot and you would just walk as like a, a, a fundraising event. And so I had a couple of friends that did that. That was kind of in my lull of Hanson. So I didn't participate. I would totally do it now. But um, they just, they, they keep finding new and interesting ways to reinvent themselves as musicians and to kind of cr- grow their craft, which I really appreciate too. Their most recent song that came out for their new album, um, Red, Green, Blue, I believe. I may have mixed up the order of that. I think you're um, right. the, their newest music video, it was, it's so weird, but it's very on brand. I was like, Zach had the idea for this music video. You could just tell it has Zach's touch all over it where he's like this he's big like mus- body suit, the muscle yes. suit. Yeah. It's yeah. Hilarious. He's like this bodybuilder <laughs> and it has this whole story where he's competing with, of all people, Frankie Muniz. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I heard about he, this. He's good friends with them. Yes. And so like, it's so weird, but it's also wonderful. And of course the music's great. And I sent it to, and like Taylor plays a bit part and Ike plays a bit part in it. And so I sent it to my friend's group. I'm like, I don't know what I just watched, but you guys need to watch it too. And my friend text messaged me back. She's like, I waited the entire music video for Hanson to show up and they never did. And then they do like credits where it it like gives everyone credit for what role they played in it. And she's like, and then I realized I was watching Hanson the whole time and I had no idea. Like it was just, (laughs) it's so, I, I love their level of creativity and kind of going for it, even though it might be weird or whatever. I mean, they have a whole song about being weird, so. I <laughs> <It's> know. <laughs> but, you know, they, that, that's just always authentically been them where they yes. they don't ha- um, have a problem being silly or, you know, oh, we, we think this is funny, so we're going to do it, you know? Absolutely, yeah. They made a cameo in Last Friday Night by Katy Perry. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And, I, uh, yeah, you guys, Sorry. you've seen it. You've seen it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Um, they also, uh, as an April Fool's Day joke, they covered the uh, Slipknot song. And then the website Shawcound claimed that Hanson would record an entire album of Slipknot covers. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be bad at it. I did when I was growing or when I was in high school, I did run my own Hanson website. I taught myself HTML to run it. Sweet. And I wish that I could still find the graphics for it somewhere because I drew the gap graphics, scanned them in and then use them. And it was like, before you were really using like pictures to click on, to get into things, it was all just words, mm-hmm. but I, I had a picture for everything and it was called tube scan for Hanson. And I would p- scour the TV guide every week and put like what, where they would be appearing and when on That's my website. Yeah. Did you do crazy. it on like geo cities or like angel fire or what? I, I, I believe websites? it was angel fire yes! Yeah, that hosted yes! it. Yeah. I had a, I loved Angel Fire. <laughs> Take that GeoCities. Right. But I mean, to this day, I can, um, 
use HTML because I taught myself to run a Hanson fan page. Like, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> did you have a hit counter on it so you could tell how many people were showing up and like? I did. It was in stuff? like it was like in a, a couple thousand. Sometimes I would get people emailing me telling me something like I forgot or some or, or missed in the schedule and stuff. And then I also you had the obligatory like. VHS where you would just record the teeny tiny bits when they were on talk shows and stuff and it's like okay where's my hands and tape they're going to be on entertainment tonight tonight like <laughs> I'd have to record it and so I'm sure I have that somewhere my, too how yeah. things have changed like, <laughs> right the things that the things that we went through just to get a little bit of information of our favorite bands and singers back then. Yeah, now it's like you do a Google search, you're like, oh, okay. Or you just look it up on YouTube after the fact and you don't even Everything have to like do it at your fingertips now. Yeah. I, I did the um, first time I ever went on the internet and I was like looking for like Bon Jovi stuff and all that. And I'm like, <laughs> it took about a year for the picture to load. I'm like, that's a picture of Bon Jovi on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I do have my Hanson. Oh, is it not going to let me? My Hanson oh, scrapbook. Yeah. And nice. so it has all of my like Tiger Beat articles. I have the whole beginning are really crappy printed out pictures of them. That is um, so cool. And I had 30 three and a half inch floppies full of saved pictures of Hanson that I kept in my room. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. This is there's parallels here too, where I was doing this kind of thing with Backstreet Boys and doing this with Bon Jovi, where I had all the <laughs> floppies of images. Yep. And just wow. Yeah. But that scrapbook is incredible. And that's oh, a keeper. You. It Don't is. Ever let that go. I, I was kind of like, if I ever met them, I would probably just ask them to sign my scrapbook and then just like call it a day. I have the got, got milk ad in here. Like it's yeah. a really a treasure trove of like late 90s. I love it. Articles. Love there it. is a really weird article about like Zach, Zach's love language or something. And it's literally like, <laughs> he was like 12. I'm like, whoever wrote That's this odd. is creepy. Yeah. That's odd. Why do you do that? But you know, it's like bot magazine and tiger beat. Everyone reading it wants to fall in love with that person. And that's yeah. what they're trying to, they're trying to write this for like the 12 year old girls. Yeah. Yeah, but the person like, actually like, doing it like is an it, adult. Because <laughs> yes. like, anybody who was like into those kind of magazines like would read everything and be like, "I need to know everything." And they would have literally everything from like their favorite color to like their favorite what like food. And I'm like, God, you know, I I I think I still may know all their birthdays. Oh, I I, still, I totally do. I still remember <laughs> that Taylor's favorite color is red. <laughs> yes and that their dog's name was wicket named after the ewok from star wars yes <laughs> yes it's the things that stick with you 25 years later I, I can remember that like taylor's birthday i think it's march 14th 1983 but i can't remember what i fucking ate yesterday like, <laughs> exactly <laughs> zach is october 22nd and ike is november 17th 17th yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> Yeah, no, these things stick with you. It's crazy. I'm like, you know, I could be a rocket scientist if I just stored useful information and not the birthdays of the Hanson brothers and what their dogs productive made. in my brain. I, Nothing. I, I, I only have facts about boy bands. I know the, the things you remember. I always say my uh, my brain is a uh, 
I have an endless capacity for useless information. <laughs> yes, that's me. That's why I like to go to trivia. I'm like, well, at least I can win like a $25 gift card to something or like a free beer <laughs> because otherwise glory, it's just glory. rattling around in my brain for no reason. You're winning glory. When you, like, win, when you win this it's for pride this is why you start a podcast because exactly. then you put all this useful information out there into the into the air and see what happens with it speaking of teen magazines i have a friend um yes my friend raven she sent me in the mail randomly she just asked what's your address and then she sent me this four page um teen magazine pull out on one side we got Debbie Gibson. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got my boyfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I haven't had one of these in 20, 25, 30 years. So cool. this will be going in the entryway for all to view as I enter my home. <laughs> I should get it framed. Make I have a, sign it. Yeah. I have a friend who does um, really cool graffiti artwork. I'm going to um, turn off my background so you can see it. Yeah, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay, I mean, so, was... oh, cool. so he's done these for me. And I have a couple Ooh, more. Link. Yeah, that's, so that's Link awesome. is my favorite. Um, I have two pieces of the Triforce as my rings. And so in another 10 years, I'll get the third one and we'll get him set as the Triforce. And then yes. of course, Beardy Captain America, because he is my favorite. Is that Chris Evans? It is. Okay. There's a lot yes. of Chris's. I get them confused all the time. Yeah. Oh, Chris Evans is my favorite Chris. I and think then, he's the best looking of the Chris. Oh, he's like any, anytime he comes on screen, like, so my friend during Avengers Infinity where I'm like, wait till you see Cap, just wait. And she as soon as she got out of the movie, she text messaged me. She's like, I about slid out of my chair when he showed up in that beard and that black suit. I was like, I told you it was a sight to behold, <laughs> but I keep thinking like, I need to get this friend to do a Hanson symbol, um, for me and just have him commission and add it to my growing wall. And it's off center only because that's where the, the, hook was and I told my husband I was like you need to no fix this holes. one day yeah I'm like I, I I don't measure anything correctly so I'm gonna need <laughs> you to do this for me please <laughs> I'm so, I'm entranced by all the pink cups are oh, you yes. having a party those are no more late fees hyper color cups <laughs> hyper color yes <laughs> I love hypercolor. <laughs> Send us your address okay. and we'll make sure you get one. And then I the other it. pink stack are a ton of no more late fees koozies. I just okay. store merch, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna when I stop buying things from new kids on the block, I'll have money and I'll make some merch. And then I can send you some too. But awesome. then send me send me a cup for and I'll give a cup to Kendra as well. Sure. Yeah. Because we actually live like close to each other. <laughs> we literally are like minutes away from each other yeah <laughs> but we sit on zoom together yeah it's, yeah well i guess to to wrap up our hanson episode um do either of you have any uh like closing closing statements you'd like to make about the boys and the music they're worth a listen if, if, if you ever were a person who like scoffed at 
them and thought, oh, it's not cool to listen to Hanson. Take a listen to their stuff. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And they're on tour. It's the Red, Green, Blue tour. And you should mm-hmm. go and check them out. Absolutely. I, I second that. I I think any person who's ever gone to a Hanson concert has come away a fan. Um, and it, not all of their music is Umbop, but they do play it at every show. So they have to. They're like, they do. The, it, it's their biggest hit. But if if you had to pick one, like to like, okay, you know Umbop, which one are you going to pick? Like, which song would you, which one would you suggest? I would pick um, this time around. I this love this great. time around. I love that one. I love that whole album. I actually would pick one from that album too. I'd pick Save Me. Yeah. That one's good too. So I have three, I have Penny and Me. Um, it's just such a sweet song. And then he wrote his, uh, about his daughter. And um, if only, because I think it really shows their, um, their instrumental abilities. Um, and if you ever see them perform it live, it's literally Taylor jumping up and down while playing a harmonica and then turning around and playing the keyboard. Like it is, I'm like, I don't know how your brain does all of this. Um, I was at a show where he hit himself in the harmonica and hit a button and then the harmonica started playing out of the keyboard. So he had a backup plan, which I appreciated as well. But my husband was like, he just hurt himself. (laughs) I was like, oh no, no. I hope he's okay. And then the last one is I was born. Um, it, It came out on middle of everywhere. And it's just, it's one of those songs that's just like an inspirational feel good song. And I, when I was a teacher, I would put it in our like end of the year slideshows because it was just like a really empowering like song where you're like, yeah, I can do anything. So those would be my three picks. Nice. All good. Great picks. I love all of them. I'll play some clips of some of these songs we've mentioned in the show too. So people get a chance to hear them. Not everything is umbop. Not everything is umbop. That's what people really need to know. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you, ladies, both of you so much for doing this episode with me today. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me as well. I had Anytime. so much fun. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's cool and making it was friends really nice far to away. Meet you, oh, it was so nice to meet you. I This was a blast. I will talk about Hanson anytime. <laughs> 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 I was like, I am really, really excited to do the interview tonight. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We'll do more of them for sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
kids, put down that Tamagotchi and listen for a second. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Dope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.